Hey, RockSposure.com followers, this is Brian the Boy Scout with another edition of Scout Takes. Today we're joined by a band from the Great White Norths of Minnesota, Goodnight Goldust, who just happens to be April's Artist of the Month. Guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. We're joined by Laura, the lead singer, uh, Colin, who's on guitar, and Eric on bass. So we'll just jump right into this thing here. Earlier this month, we posted a review of your album, Before the Click of the Light and the Start of the Dream, which actually is a, probably the longest title I've ever heard. Uh, how did you guys come up with it? No, that can't Laura be Lauren Colin can field this one. I think I'll let Laura, Laura can start here. Okay, well, I will begin then. Um, well, actually, it is, in fact, an Arcade Fire lyric. Okay. As was spoken to in the review. And um, there was a little bit of a conversation in the review about perhaps we had chosen the lyric because we wanted to, like, Right on the coattails of right. the arcade fire, which is completely insane. <laughs> well, the thing is that I... Unfounded. Well, I love that lyric. I love that lyric very much, and I love the band very, very much. And uh, we had no idea, of course, that they would win the Grammy. That's awesome that they did. But um, the reason that I chose that lyric as our album title is I thought that it really helped to like showcase where I was writing lyrics from, which is kind of this place of between, like, the conscious and the subconscious, yeah. you know? So it's like the lyric is between the click of the light and the start of the dream, so it's just sort of you're not sure if I'm telling an actual story like typical folk musicians would or if I'm relaying the contents of a dream, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where it came from. Um, that was what I was trying to get across, but... Not everyone has loved the title, so maybe no, I we think would change it. Different strokes for different folks, but I think it's 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 pretty cool. It's it's different. So um, yeah. Well, when you guys are doing your writing, what's the method of your madness? Do you guys write as a group? Do you guys write individually? Do you how do you just sit in a room and beat your heads against the wall till it's done? How does it work for you guys? A little bit of all of them, I think. Yeah. Um, um, I suppose um, Laura just kind of comes to band practice, you know, with. Uh, a new song or, or or even an older song and um uh, this is Colin speaking mm-hmm. um and uh I have this tendency to sort of arrange parts I guess it's just uh, maybe I'm a bit uh OCD or something but she'll bring a song and I'll go nuts for it and then I'll I'll hear how how we can make it sound you know how we can make it stand out amongst our own music and you know sort of like in the spectrum of music and um Songs, for example, like Honey and uh, Long Sleeve Blouses off of, um, off the EP were, when she plays them, you know, solo acoustic, they are, they're just, you know, they're, they're one thing. And then when, when we came to the band with them and we arranged them, they just became this whole different beast that um, can really only be replicated, I think, when the, when the full band is playing. For sure. Yeah, because I do identify as a singer-songwriter, you know, and these are songs that I've often played with other, with other people in the past. Um, but we all bring something to the songs, and they become a Goodnight Goldust. Now, is, is Goodnight Goldust your guys' like only project, or you guys have side projects with other groups going on at the same time? Let me just tell you something. These well, we'll guys, let Eric talk here. Well, we, uh, we live in a town called Mankato. And, uh, I know Mankato. You know, when, I got, when I got into town, I joined a band with Colin called Shotgun Fiction. It's a punk project. And needless to say, if you play an instrument here, you you can get into the projects. There's the enthusiasm and there's the support system to play out, to play with new bands, and also to learn a lot. So 
the reason they had me talk, I think, is because I'm in five bands. So oh it's God. not my only project, but it is the project I think I have or that I'm in that has the most integrity and is most appealing. Mm-hmm. So it is, you know, they're all my favorite projects. But Goldust certainly stands out from uh, some of the things we've thrown together for fun, like the uh, 80s cover bands and, you know, the more uh, noisy punk rock explorations of shotgun, fuck, uh, shotgun fiction and real sluts fuck. Mm-hmm. Which is my other band. <laughs> well, with uh, today's technology, there's a million ways to record stuff. For a couple bucks now, you can basically turn your own basement into a recording studio. How do you guys do your stuff? Is there a local studio you guys hit in the cities, or do you guys do it all out of your own places? Well, I'll, I suppose I'll take that one. Uh, this is well, this is Colin, I guess. I don't know. You can tell our voices apart. I but, can, um, though. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, um, Laura's a girl. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I I have been um, doing home recordings for the past, I'd say, six, six seven years, maybe six and a half years. Um, I got a mixing board, a couple of microphones, um, you know, for Christmas one year, and I've just since been sort of building my my abilities with it. And um, we had discussed a couple different methods of recording these EPs. One, we were going to do it just live in the basement. Two, we were going to have our drummer's cousin help us out. Um, and then it just came down to it that I think there was one day I just said, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and uh, as I said, I have a bit of a, I don't know, some sort of OCD compulsive disorder, and, you know, maybe, maybe that's undiagnosed. But um, I, I just, you know, sort of from the ground up, we, we did the drums first, and then we did the guitars and then the bass and then the vocals. And we, um, Laura and I spent about maybe two to three weeks kind of mixing off and on, and uh, eventually we just... Uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Then I sent the tracks to a buddy of mine who I went to college with who works in New York City, and, and he did the mastering for us. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, we uh, just kind of did it all ourselves, just borrowed some... We borrowed a few microphones from Josh's cousin, who has a bunch of nice microphones, and that really helped out a lot. But You guys are like we, the uh, true rock story. It's, you know, come from a little town, beg, borrow, and steal gear wherever you can, and, you know, yeah, come up with this amazingly yeah. cool sound out of the yeah. middle of... Hey. The Tundras yeah, of Minnesota. Um, yeah. Well, we've revealed the meaning behind the title of the EP, but um, yeah. just as important, how'd you guys come up with Goodnight Gold Dust? I'm sure that's a cool story. <laughs> um, well, I think, yeah. what was it, Colin? You got like, um, okay, so we were brainstorming for a while. <clears throat> what are we going to call ourselves? And Colin got a message from somebody like, oh my God, you should be good. I feel like we should woman. say, we were Laura Schultz and the Baby Killers at first, <laughs> but it was uh, it wasn't really the exactly the kind of image we were going for. So uh, I don't even honest. know what really town funny. you could be in that would draw a huge crowd for them. That'd be an interesting right? one to try to put on the yeah. front of a theater or something. People would have no idea. I thought it would be even better if it was just like two acoustic singer songwriter females like harmonizing the entire yeah. time to be the Baby Killers. The baby killers. But whatever. <laughs> anyway, we're not the Baby Killers anymore. We are now Goodnight Goldust. Right. So we were brainstorming, trying to think of a name. And I think it started out being like Gold Dust Woman. And then we liked Gold Dust. Yeah. Right. Gold we Dust liked, Woman. Right, the Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah. And then we liked Gold Dust. And we were trying to figure out, like, Gold Dust what? Gold Dust something, something Gold Dust. And then I liked the sound, yeah. right, of Goodnight Gold Dust. Like, Gold Dust as, um, as like, a term of endearment. I, I, I think like it's cool. 
Yeah. It, I mean, it's whatever you want it to be. It really doesn't need explanation. We're just curious about how you guys came up with it. So, you know, from listening to your stuff, I, I have kind of a wide range of things I'd listen to, but you guys have a, a, a different sound than a lot of the other bands on the site. You guys are, I, I, don't, want, I don't know if the classify is indie or if you're more of a folky kind of sound. I don't really mm-hmm. know, but I, what I know is I like it. Yeah, well, thank Can you. you guys describe your sound for people that maybe haven't listened to it yet? I would call Good Night Gold Dust. We've had to call it things before. And if you want to simplify it the most, I guess alt-folk is what you might call it. Yeah, that but, sounds uh, about right. You know where that appeal comes from is that there are those folky roots that we have as far as delivering a nice melody with these rhythmic breakdowns. But then we bring so much of this ethereal, you know, we don't go quite to the noise phase of it, but, you know, the modulated sound, making it really, really big, really vibrate, and really puts you in a different place. So it's very environmental music. Yeah. Listening to it on an album versus watching it live is very different because, mm-hmm. you know, you get really live, you get really swept up in the uh, yeah. the grandness of some of the parts. Mm-hmm. Or so we've heard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's what we're aiming yeah, to I know. do. I know that when we play, what I'm trying to do is, like, make people feel something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Well, I just watched your video today. Uh, everybody, make sure you check out the video for Honey. And I, I'm just curious, what was the direction with that? I mean, it's it's definitely unique and it's definitely different. What was the motivation behind the video? Well, um, I um, speaking of things I've been doing for six years, I've also been uh, making I've also been making uh, short 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 films, mm-hmm. uh, namely horror comedies, for, okay. for about six or seven years. With a buddy of mine back home, um, and uh, so anyway, I was I remember. Just, I was kind of driving at night uh, down 169, coming into Mankato. You know, uh, and um, between St. Peter and Mankato, there's 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 like a, you know there's the river and, and all a these lot trees. of deer, and, and a lot of deer. Yeah, there's probably a dead deer in the middle of the road somewhere. But um, about ten years ago or so, as as local lore has it, a, a tornado ripped through the area, knocked a bunch of trees down, and and so you know, so I'm driving at night and I'm watching out the window, you know, and all these trees are just sort of falling down and they're all laying in the river and the river is reflecting the moonlight and everything and I'm, I'm thinking to myself this would be a cool music video if we just drove along at night with a camera I pointed out the window kind of getting these shots of this river and this this weird kind of like apocalyptic landscape here and then um, Laura kind of kept prodding me along and she kept saying let's make a video make the video and so finally we spent the past I think month and a half kind of collecting footage and then I just uh, cut it all together um, within the past week, week and a half, um, and it took me about three days to post it onto YouTube, which was, you know, kind of harrowing. But why don't you tell me about like some of the thematic things as far as you oh, know course, what those different scenes are? Because that was interesting when you told me, and you made me like kind of enjoy the video more. Well, the whole idea, I you know, um, Laura and I spent a while talking about how we wanted, like you know, lately you said about the direction of the video, and she said that you know she she didn't, and I agreed with her, and you know that we didn't want to make a literal representation of the lyrics. We wanted to kind of like like draw 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 some story from the lyrics, but also um, just take more of the mood of, of the song, Honey. It's a very moody kind of like kind of washed out, kind of weird, you know, introspective song, and um, so. The themes that we kind of developed were, um, let's see, when Laura's character is sort of walking on the streets, that's her in you know the real world. And then when she's in the woods, that's sort of her mental state. Mm-hmm. And when she's in the woods, I, I, I try to get shots of her, show, shots of her being like like trapped in this like very like desolate environment, um, showing that that she can get out of this 
this strange, you know, place that she's in in the real world. And then there's some shots of like the shadowy figure, this man in the beginning of the mo- in the beginning of the video, mm-hmm. so, sort of showing that she's maybe being the characters in this sort of controlling weird relationship and she can't get out of it. Well, that's the beauty of you guys having an outlet like this. Now people can listen to the show and, and get a real <laughs> in, intricate look at uh, your guys' yeah. motivation for the why you guys you know made the video the way you did. It's, you know, everybody wants to do things that look a little bit different. And that's, it's, it's definitely very unique and it's, it's got a very indie feel and look, but it's, it's really cool. Okay. Um, let's, let's, yeah. let's throw something at a bass player. Eric, who's your biggest influence musically? <laughs> My biggest influence? Yeah, your biggest. I mean, you play in five bands, so right now you're my biggest uh. bass bass playing influence. <laughs> oh, geez, man. Well, I mean, I'm in you know punk bands, this, and then I'm in a hip hop group, and uh, <laughs> and then the cover band. My influences, I guess, really start as far as bass playing goes. Colin keeps saying James Brown, and it is true. When I was first learning bass, that's what I really was getting down with. But it was really because I really like James Brown's guitar. So I loved the guitar parts and was just playing bass with James Brown constantly and uh, playing with a metronome. So James Brown's bass is Bootsy Collins. For the most part, on most recordings, uh, recordings I was listening to, as far as other bassists, um, Victor Wooten and Victor Wooten's book really helped me understand a lot about what music is, how to really let go and not get so into your mind that you forget to make music and have fun mm-hmm. and enjoy life while you're doing it. So he was a really big influence as well. Um, I would say Paul Cinnamon, Cinnamon of Paul Simonon. Paul Sin- what? Say it again. I can never get his last name right, man. Paul Simonon. Paul Simonon from The Clash, also a big influence as far as getting that funk bass line, but, you know, giving it the energy it needs to be punk for The Clash or, you know, when he did other projects like The Good, The Bad, and The Queen and that latest Gorillaz album, you know, he's doing... That same cool, punchy bass line, but he's able, they, they gave him more room to give it atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So people like that who are really timeless, I mean, I've got thousands of influences, of course. <laughs> Paul McCartney of the Beatles, really, his bass playing taught me how to play melodic bass, because he was a guitarist who, who played bass for the Beatles. I'm sure, he's glad he's, I'm sure he's glad he did, and, uh, but he's a guitarist who plays bass, so he plays these melodic bass lines. Like learning Lucy in the Sky with Diamond's bass line, it's just a scale run that's just really, really beautiful, even though it's basically chromatic, you know? Well, Laura, who's your biggest influence now? Oh, my biggest influence. That's always really hard um, to pinpoint. But I think... You, you could know, pick love... 30 of them like Eric did. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Neil Young too. Well, okay. I love I love Leslie Feist. I think she's got a really awesome sound uh, vocally, and I'm just learning more about reverb and the wonderful things it can do for vocals and guitar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I love her, and then also I think a huge one is Gillian Welch. I love. I mean, her songwriting is absolutely amazing. It's it's insane, um, but. I do like Ani DeFranco, whatever, and Tori Amos. That's just who I am. Um, and then also Andrew Bird was, I mean, like a breakthrough for me because I've seen him a few times in concert and seeing him sing the songs that I had learned from the album differently every single time was something that I had never even considered to be able to do. I figured you just, you know, you wrote the melody and then you sang that 
and it worked for you, and that's what you did every time. But I've been more and more sort of experimenting with different melodies every time um, I perform live now, and I definitely credit uh, <laughs> my obsession with Andrew Bird. All right, Colin, who's your biggest influence? My biggest influence? Oh, boy, okay. Well, I'll just, I'll just rattle off some band names. I'm going to start with, when I heard Marky Moon by television, I, I sort of relearned how to play the guitar. And then when I heard Daydream Nation by Sonic Youth, I had another, oh, that's how you play guitar sort of moment. And then a lot of Neil Young, Neil Young's guitar solos. Um, I mean, I hope that somebody, you know, if, when, when listening to um, Long Sleeve Blouse's the, the solo section there, I was very much like channeling some, like, let's see, not, not Harvest, but uh, On the Beach um, album, uh, Neil Young solos. And uh, so him, Sonic Youth, The Clash are huge. Just the, the raw, the rawness, the energy, the, the um, and even like the, not so much the politics behind them, but just their, their I guess their, I don't know, the honesty or something about them. Just they, they just went out there and played their played their balls off. Um, and I, I, I really respect that, and I try to do that. I try to bring that into my own playing. I'm, but, I'm, um, I'm personally a huge fan of just guitars themselves, and I always have to ask, what kind of acts do you play? <laughs> I well, my my main. Uh, what was on the recording, Colin? My my main weapon of choice is the Fender Stratocaster. You, I, you I, play a Strat, okay? I, I do. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty. Pretty versatile. I see a lot of people that play indie stuff, um, and I don't know why it is, but you see a lot of the more indie guys stick to the Telecaster, which I found kind of surprising because it's—I've just heard yeah. it's not as comfortable to play. Your arm doesn't rest as well across the backside of the body and stuff like that, and the neck no, was a little thicker. Yeah, and, and I mean, I hate to you know knock the Tele because as I just said, the Clash—you know, Joe Strummer kind of rocked that black, the black Tele for a while. But every time I play the Tele, it just—it just—it's too—it's too blunt, I guess. It's—it's—it's it's, it's just. There's three tones, and there's not much you can do with them, at least in my experience. It's just I, really an, old, an older school guitar. I mean, they, they invented the Strat, so you didn't have to use the Tele anymore. You know, that's right, right. Yeah. That's kind so, of why they know. put the whole thing together like that. I was just curious what kind of acts you play, but yeah. um, well, Laura, you can share the stage with one person and one person only this time in the world, living or dead. Who is it? Me. Elvis Presley. God. No, I don't think that's right. <laughs> oh no, this is like the hardest question ever asked of anyone. I would say Kurt Cobain yeah, just about instantly. I don't know what she's stalling for. <laughs> Obviously. I don't know. Colin, can you think of anyone for yourself? For me? While Joe I'm Strummer. Thinking? I would love to be up there with Joe Strummer. <laughs> Janis Joplin, maybe? I don't know. I guess. Hmm, vocally. Well, I think Billie Holiday. Yeah. For sure. Eric, you? Oh, I guess I'll stick by Kurt Cobain or James Brown at this point. I wish I'd gotten to see James Brown perform. He died, sadly, just about two years after I started playing bass and really getting into him, and I never got to see him live. So, yeah, probably James Brown or Kurt Cobain, and it would be a hard choice. James Brown had that awesome gold casket, though, so we never would have gotten it if he was still here. Well, where is the band going in 2011? What's on tap for this year? Well, we're certainly going to try and tour this summer. We're going to get out to yeah. Chicago and probably as far as New York. We're going to go back to uh, yeah, Collins' old stomping down grounds in Buffalo, New York. I uh, I went to college in Rochester, New York, just about an hour from where Colin grew up. So we're definitely trying to play some shows out there where we spend, you know, good time playing guitar and uh, and bass, respectively. Uh, 
in silly bands in upstate New York, and then we're going to come back through Chicago and Wisconsin. We played Wisconsin a few times where Laura's from, and it's just been lovely. So the more we play up there, the better. Yes, I am indeed from Wisconsin. <laughs> and we have played there a few times. Um, we'll definitely be there a few times during the summer. We're going to, like, Sturgeon Bay, perhaps Wausau, which is my hometown. Um, Nina. Nina, right, at Cranky Pass, which is a great little rock club, of course. And then Oshkosh. So, yeah, we're playing as much as we can right now. I mean, I just finished grad school personally, so I'm ready to hit the road. Thank you very much. (laughs) I'm ready to play as much as I can. I feel like this is the first time, really, in my life that I have the freedom to do that. Um, It's always kind of been whenever I have time, then I can do music. But now it's like, oh, only music. (laughs) And it's really liberating for me. It's very exciting. I also like to, I mean, we've talked about this, but write like another half dozen songs and maybe re-record the the EP, you know, in the studio. Professionally. Professionally do it. Not that I, you know, not that I think our EP is bad, but, you know, it it, it could certainly be be beefed up, I guess. Um, But I'd like to get a new recording out sometime. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. there anything else you guys want to add and share with the Rock Exposure uh, followers and your fans? Uh, we are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, not that one. Not that one. Right <laughs> from the record. Yes, you are awesome. Oh, no, I try to. You are awesome. Them. Our fans are awesome. Yes, absolutely. And Rock Exposure is yeah. awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you guys so much for yeah. for spending some time with us here today. Uh, everybody, make sure you check out the video for Honey. It's uh, it's it's really awesome. It's fantastic. I want to thank all the members of Goodnight Gold Dust that were here with me today. Also, make sure you check out the Rock Shop on RockSposure.com with a bunch of really cool-looking T-shirts and things like that, some of them designed by me. Other members of the Rock Exposure team may have designed them as well. You can pick out the color you want and the design you want on the front of it. It's actually a pretty cool deal. Also, make sure you check out the uh, archive of the Scout Takes podcasts on iTunes. You can subscribe to my podcast or, or this podcast, or you can just download it week by week. But if you subscribe, uh, it'll give you an email alert or download it directly into your podcast folder. So uh, once again, this is Brian, the Boy Scout for RockSposure.com. Thanks for listening to Scout Takes. <laughs>